Oh my gosh, Gary, are you okay? Fletch said you were in the hospital. Uh, what? That that's not what happened. I was I was taken captive by a secret underground organization and they did uh experiments on me. And I think I have superpowers now. Uh are you sure that they didn't just give you like morphine while you were in the hospital and you were like hallucinating or something? Oh, is that what happens in the hospital? Yeah, that's probably what happened. Oh, okay. Um, well, did you, are you feeling okay to record the episode? Uh, yeah, I'm good. We can record. That sounds fine. Okay, let's go. Cool. Hello and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I'm Fiona. Oops, I mean Kit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this week we watched episode 48 of Digimon, O2, and yes. Fon. Indeed we did. Uh, did you watch both the sub and the dub this time, no. Garrett? God damn it, Garrett. Well, it's your birthday, so I'm going to let you away with it this time. But. It is also my birthday. I'm now exceedingly old. You're not as old as the number of this episode, so... No, that's true. But I'm old. I don't think you're even... You know what? We'll save this conversation for later. Uh, the O2 episode was called Okawa, Oikawa's Shame, or The Terror of... Belial, 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 Vandemon, which I can't pronounce. I only know this name because um, Belial is is an Ultraman villain and such. Well, you have a leg up on me then, because I did not know what this was. I did. Although it's interesting that it translates this into Japanese. I would think it would be Birarailman, but this says Birairaru. Birairaru. Fandomon. I don't know. Mm, interesting. Um, Do you want to tell me about this episode or Atman? I'll tell you about this one. Okay. Well, um, then, did you see, did you saw, did you tell me about this episode? Did I see? Did I saw? Um, I haven't been on the playground in a while, so no. But, um, yes. Uh, so, Oikawa gathers all the kiddos and then, um, tries to get to the digital world through them and they end up in this alternate dimension, like Salvador Dali land, more or less. And it turns out that Vamdumon uh is the one who had um inhabited uh Oikawa and he eats all the flowers off the children while no one does anything and then turns into the bigger version of himself that I can't pronounce murders his henchlings and then the digi destined are like freaking the fuck out 
and only Davis is trying to do anything, and they kind of end there. Yeah. Okay, good. That was a long pause. Yeah, that's fine. Long pauses are are fine. Now I can't cut it out because you made note of it. Or you just cut out this part where I made note of it. Nope. That's not how this works. I have an overarching thought about this episode. Okay. Which is that I find it weird that death is okay to put in kids' shows. Like, kind of brutal death of possibly multiple characters, but not sex. Like, to me, sex is like a joyful thing. It's definitely not for kids, but neither is, like, gruesome death. Well, you know... Uh, social taboos are a thing. It's just weird to me. Yeah, social social taboos. They suck. And stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, also, one part I didn't cover in my little beginning bit was that um, uh, Izzy's mom shows up and um she's like all the other parents are helping i figured i would help by bringing you food which they don't even eat um i don't think right um if they do it's off screen yeah i don't think they have time and um but how how does she know all the other parents i guess it may, it makes sense that they're seeing each other the kids are so then their parents got to know each other yeah they, they have a, they have a group chat going they have like a Support group for DigiDustin's parents. Yeah, there's a DigiDustin parents uh, group chat. I don't think group chat existed in 2000, but whatever. Is he smart? He probably came up with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, the show would be like a lot better if if we got to see the parents do things. That yeah. that's a really interesting angle that's just dropped. You know why I think we think that? Because we're, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So he once she gets there, she's like wants to stay and Izzy tells her no because he is worried about her I guess but it is kind of weird that the kids are like we're the saviors get the fuck out you know well I mean they're the ones with Digimon that can destroy things but Izzy and Joe and Matt who are the older gen kids who are there don't have their Digimon with them so actually they can't um well they were grandfathered in for being the older kids but uh so Izzy's mom says, "Oh, you know what? I should go talk to the parents of those kids that are there. You know, they should see what's happening with their children." And I actually think that's a good point. Like, but I'm not sure how she's actually going to get a hold of these kids' parents. Be like, "Hey, is your kid one of like 15 kids that's hanging out on a bridge?" Like call all the well, parents in town. I I think they figured out who they were, so then I assume you can just go to a phone book, because they were stalking them before, so, like... Right, but, like, why would she know who they are? Unless they're sharing that information with their parents. Unless they have a big-ass group chat. Maybe maybe they also have a big-ass group chat. Possible. Yeah. There's also... There's just, like, a a lot of weird lore stuff that's dropped in, like, a sentence, and then we're just never going to talk about it again. Yep. Like, the fact that all the Dark Towers originally came from, like, the the Dark Ocean world. Yeah, they were kind of like, there's all this stuff. And then, I didn't catch this in the sub, but when I was doing my job and watching the dub... Uh Uh-huh. Yep. um, 
they, he said that, oops, hold on, I have to scroll. He says that he, um, uh, he did the dark spores after the kids defeated the dark towers, but that doesn't seem quite right to me. Like, cause he would have had to, he, I mean, he, they didn't defeat the dark towers until after Ken became good again. So that was after the whole dark spore business. So what was the, I mean, unless he means like this idea, I guess he meant the idea of putting the dark spores into the other kids. Maybe that's what he meant. Yeah. Dark, dark spores were plan two, plan B. Okay. Dark towers were plan A. And he was like, okay, all right, well, let's go to gardening. Yeah. Gardening will save us. Yeah. Again, a lot of weird lore stuff that is will never be touched on again and is probably way cooler than what the show actually does. Well, and then, so then Ken says something about, have you, to the other kids, have you thought about why humans can't see the dark flower? Which is weird because I thought he and the other kids could see the dark flower. They can, but it's not everybody. So... Okay, I, I, it sounds like he's thinking of himself as part of a new race of people. Oh no, species, it, maybe it's just uh the the dark flower is is a mental ailment and not a physical one. So you have to be in tune with mental things to see it. A psychiatrist? Yeah, a psychiatrist could probably see it. <laughs> It would be kind of helpful, actually, if that were the case, if, like, they, you know, a patient came in and you could look at him and be like, oh, that's a geranium. Clearly you have depression. Yeah. That, yeah, that should just be a thing. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a lot better. But it is now where we're like, what you're telling me, the cluster of symptoms that you're telling me mostly fit into this. So let's try this thing. And if it doesn't work in six to eight weeks, we'll try something else. And we'll keep doing that until eventually we figure out what works for you. Or you give up. Now I just have a pilot for a show in my head where there's a psychiatrist who who's also a gardener and they use their gardening ability to fix the ailments of people which are represented as flowers. Oh, that'd be cute. I'd watch that show. There aren't enough shows about psychology and mental health. I can't think of any, really. Yeah, what the hell, guys? There aren't enough shows about gardening, additionally. I, I also can't... There's probably a couple. There's probably something on TLC. Even on, like, Better Homes and Gardens, it's mostly the homes. Anyway, tangent aside. <laughs> um, and they answered your question, uh, or my question, our question? I don't remember. Um, Ken still has the dark seed, but it stopped growing when his parents said they loved him. Right. The power of love stopped the dark seed. Yeah, that's all he needed was just, how depressing is that? That this poor kid didn't know his parents cared about him. Yeah, Ken. Ken's pretty tragic. That's kind of fucked up. So my question of if he's still, like, super smart and has those other things, though, is is still a mystery. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're implying that you can only be super smart if you're an asshole. Oh. Huh. So is Izzy an asshole? I guess. Okay. I mean, he was kind of a jerk to his mom, so... That that's true. 
I, I can get on board with that. And then, uh, let's see what happened then. Then, oh, then he was saying that he was going to use the kids, but they have to, I don't know, that, what exactly did he say about their, their things? It just ended in this thing about how they're imperfect and they were forcefully planted, so they're not as good. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Ken has the original Dark Spore, and he only made copies of the Dark Spore, so the copies aren't as good. Yeah, I don't quite get the forcefully planted thing. Like, was the one that was put into Ken gently planted? Uh, it was or- organically implanted rather than done as a process. Huh. Seeds don't usually care about that too much, but... Well, these are dark seeds. Oh, totes different, okay. And and they're spores, which are different than seeds. Which also, like, yeah, I have feelings about these kind of mixed metaphors. Which which spores, I assume, even care less, because they just kind of float around and do do whatever. Yeah, basically. That's why they're spores. That that's That's their method of transmission. Yes. Clearly, none of these people took a botany class, but... I mean, I didn't. Yeah. And you know better, so like, yeah. Um, I also had this thought when Oikawa was like crying because he was finally going to get to go to the digital world. That he is the tricks rabbit of the digital world. He really <laughs> wants to go. <laughs> Only the kids get to go. Yeah, and they keep uh, thwarting him for baby. Yeah, they make a thing where, <clears throat> excuse me, where only um kids can go to the digital world question mark the epilogue of the show totally just breaks that theory oh really yeah because after the time skip it shows all the kids grown up with their kids in the digital world so good job oh poor Oikawa like he thought it was just too old for that shit his letter to Hogwarts never came and he thought it was because he was old but it's actually because he's a muggle yeah, it's actually just because he's bad. Yeah, that sucks. Um, additionally, these kids are morons. Which uh, these wh- kids? All of them. All of them are morons. Just okay. Kids in general. I mean, Davis. Davis is like a moron to the point of of it being a superpower. <laughs> I guess. I, you uh, can't tell me that's not true. Like, he's the only one not affected at the end of the episode because he's too dumb to be. Yeah, that's true, I guess. There. I mean, you could say it's because of, like, bravery or courage or something, but it's because he's too dumb. Yeah, he doesn't understand what's going on. <laughs> Which is, like, tragic on one side, but, like, effective on the other. Yeah. Um, But what I was actually referring to is that they don't digivolve while they're they're sort of just standing there waiting for Oikawa to disappear and they don't jump him. They're not like, okay, cool. Well, you're busy, distracted, trying to get into the digital world. Let's murder you. They're like, let's wait until he doesn't get through the gate. Like why? Well, because the, the gate was closed or whatever. So they thought it was going to stop him. Right. But like, what's the difference between attacking him now and attacking him in five minutes? Like he's already distracted. He would be more distracted and possibly even distraught that he did not get to the digital world. I see, okay. But it doesn't matter, because he opened the gate wrong. 
And also, like, so the, uh, they show on his screen a, uh, like, background of stone that's yep. been etched, and there's a Freemason symbol on it. Yeah, this is, this is a callback to, um, to O one where it was right before the, the, or in, in the beginning of the Vamdemon arc where the kids use that same stone and cards to open a portal back to the, the real world. And, um, they were given, I think it was, there's nine slots. They were given 10 cards. So there's one extra card and they had to choose the right one. And, um, the one, the correct one that shouldn't be used is Agumon, and you can clearly see Oikawa oh, yeah, uh, slotting in Agumon in the slot, which I assume is why they end up in not the digital world and somewhere else. That's interesting. So there could have been a whole other ser- series where they put Agumon down there and then went to this other place where. Yes. Myotis Guess there could have. Slash also, why did they change his name? What's wrong with Vandemon? Uh, probably they didn't want to use the word vamp. That's Have dumb. that in there. But they're okay with the word demon, because I know there were other demon monsters. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, uh, undetermined if Vandemon made Oikawas, like, subconsciously used the wrong card? I don't know. Because clearly he used the gate before to send Arokenimon and Mummymon into the digital world, so... He he should have known the proper thing to do. Oh, that's a good point that I did not even think about. So, uh, yeah. Also, I immediately knew who those lips were as soon as we saw Vamdemon's lips. I mean, how like, could how could you forget those lips? Yeah, there's something else. But yeah, so they end up in in the world of despair and and MC Usher. <laughs> that's better than my uh, Salvador Dali comment. Nice. I mean that that's probably also more relevant, but no, I, think, I just I think yours was better. <laughs> I okay. Um. So then they're here, and um, Vamdiman like expels himself from other Oikawa, making Oikawa clone, and then he turns into Belial Vamdiman, and then he kills Arokeniman and Mummyman by a. Uh, by turning their worst fears into reality. They, it's like that part in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Where, where the marshmallow man. The yeah. marshmallow man. Yeah. Yeah. There is this one line in here that I'm sure you know that I'm unhappy with. Um, en- enlighten me. Um, he says, I went easy on her because she's a woman. So clearly the real villain was sexism all along. What, was that in the dub? That was in the sub, and in the I, dub, I he actually it. doesn't say that. I actually missed it, but that, that is a bad line, I agree. Yes, because when he's taunting Mummy Mon, he's like, I'm going to make it worse for you, which is weird because then he doesn't. So I'm like, ugh, this was unnecessary. So really, he saw more of a threat in the woman. Yes, So, but he was threatened by her, so he can't say that part. Right. And also, um, his attack is, are interesting. Like, we sort of see her, we see her struggling and being upset and hurt. And then we see 
his tail coming at her and the mouth opening up to kill her. I don't know what happened the first time. I think like there's like a stabby thing, like a scorpion or something. That was the second one. The first one, I don't know if he just squeezed her super hard. I don't know. They were like trying to not show it, but like make it there, which I mean, is a thing they do all the time in horror movies where they don't really show you the monster so that you're scared, more scared of it. So it feels right. like they're making this worse. Or they just couldn't show the violence they wanted to show for that. Yeah. And one of his attacks, the one he kills Mummy Mon with is called Melting Blood, which is revolting. But also he's a mummy, so he shouldn't have any blood. Unless the blood is, I guess the blood came out of, uh, big Myotis Mon. Well, the blood, the blood attack is Vamdimon's. It just has the property of melting. Yeah, it's just gross. So it doesn't, it doesn't melt blood as more than it is blood that melts. So it's like acid blood? Yeah. That's a real problem. Like, sometimes your blood gets too acidic, and then it causes problems in your body, and they have to go fix the pH of your blood. It's very bad. Or it's like aliens. Oh, also that, which is totally real. Yeah, that's definitely real in the future. Mm -hmm. I don't remember when aliens takes place. I think it's the future still. Well, they have spaceships. We have spaceships. But not, like, spaceships. (laughs) It's <laughs> like, you know, spaceships. I'm rolling my eyes. You can't see. It's important part of my explanation. I, yep. I can't see those eyes being rolled, so uh, it's not working too well. Ah, damn. Okay. Uh, there's also this part where Vamdumon talks about this evil ring that was made from inverting the holy ring that Gatoman had. Yes. I just want to put that out there. It doesn't doesn't mean anything. It's a line of dialogue, but... It's kind of dumb. It's like, yeah. Okay, cool. There's also the line where, um, if you don't want to die, your fear doubles. Yeah. So the only one who doesn't give a shit about their lives because their parents are super abusive is Davis. Um, I, I guess you're not wrong. Yep. Um, yeah, because everybody else is, is in despair, and Davis is just like, eh, fuck it, go go fight him, man. Yeah, it's interesting because Gatomon, like when Kari says she doesn't want her to go fight or she can't have her go fight or whatever, she looks like super pissed. She's like, what the fuck, Kari? I want to get murdered. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, cool. I, I think she wants to fight. I think Not she's mad about Vamdemon, honestly. She seems Probably upset. also that. Yeah, and then the episode just kind of ends with davis going to go fight or whatever well i mean uh ken does try to help him but he his hand is shaking which was it just me or did that dialogue sound really romantic like oh your hand is shaking oh yeah probably also that i mean not as romantic as the next episode but oh i'm excited about the next episode then i meant i meant like atman oh oh yeah okay yeah that's fair shall we um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I thought this episode was actually pretty good. It was pretty solid. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm I'm into weird lore things that will never come back that are more interesting than the show. That's why you like this series. Yeah, kind of. It just has so much weird potential that they kind of just forget about. 
Or sometimes they don't, and the answer is really silly and what you thought it would be, like in Atman. Oh, I do have one last comment about this. Okay. Um, when I realized they were calling him my Otismon, I was like trying to figure out what the hell that meant, but um, it, I couldn't. So if anybody knows why the hell he's called my Otismon. Oh, actually, wait, I had this thing up. Because I thought it was super weird, but I think I might have accidentally closed it. It was explaining my Otismon. It was like an English, uh, English dub wiki, but they're, they're using the name my Otismon. They never mention his other name. And, but then they're like, Oh, before he turns into, um, Mallow my Otismon, he uses this pronoun in Japanese. And then afterward, he uses this other pronoun. And I'm just like, are you talking about the English dub or the Japanese dub, y'all? And then what is going on right now? And I was very, like, annoyed for no particular reason. Okay. I'll have to go look it up again. Okie dokie. But just, like, tell me why his name is that. If you know what pronouns he's using, whatever, tell me what the name means, goddammit. Well, maybe maybe they don't know that. Well, they should spend more time on the things that I care about, clearly. Okay, I, I guess. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you see? Did you hear? Did you tell me what the episode name is and what it's about for Adlon? Um. Okay. Well, it's called uh, "Miraculous Final Evolution: The God Atman Descent." Wait, is that the right episode? Nope. This is episode forty-nine. Huh. I was gonna say that's not. Hold what on. Um. Spoilers for next episode. Um, this episode is called Boot Up, the Human Amplification Project. And, uh, what even happens this episode? Um, alright. Okay, so what happens is Eugen continues to be an evil cyborg AI, um, android, sorry, not cyborg, an evil android created by Leviathan, who is also an AI that was used to play the extremely long game on Haru. Um, he summons uh, Bootmon, but summons Bootmon evilly because he can uh, infect Atmon chips because that's a power. And then he summons something else. Something happens, and there's a giant button in the sky. But you just don't press the button. You spin the outer ring to press the button. It makes no sense, but Bootmon does it. Um, and then after that, uh, Deusmon comes down, which is the Atmon of, of Onipocence, which is, which is bad, um, cause that's hard to beat. Um, and Haru just this entire episode is like, but Eugen, why? Um, and that's Haru this entire episode. Um, so really it's about the other kids who go and try to fight Deusmon and get their shit kicked in. Um, but Ray does some hacking for a second to, to then figure out how to also unlock God Atmon Evolution, because it was unlocking a setting for every, it was a global setting, not just a setting for Deusmon. So that's a thing that happened, and they figured that out. Um, all the other kids that aren't Haru get um, a character moment, which are pretty decent overall. Um, probably except like Raze. Raze is pretty kind of the weak one. Um, but then they figure out how to. Um, evolve into god forms and ray just looks at the result and he's like god fucking damn it are you for real um 
Yeah. And then and then we hear about we hear some more about how that Yujin thing played out with Haru, who is still just like, but Yujin. And that's that's the episode more or less. Yeah, early on, uh after Yujin summons uh Bootman who's evil and he's doing the um before he does the screwing in the screwing in the bell, the bell, the button, I yeah. guess. I don't know why they just he didn't just press it. Yeah, I don't know either. It was very weird. But he says, I want to activate your systems, which I honestly think sounds like a really bad IT person pickup line. Also, yes, 100%. Like, hey, baby, I want to activate your systems. And then I was thinking that you could just make a whole bunch of those. So I'd like you to do that, please. <laughs> Me? Like right now? Yeah. No. Okay, later. Still probably no. Come on. You're not the only IT person I know, actually, so I'm going to have to... That's true. ...shop this around. I Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could just probably watch, like, a bad sitcom with a nerd in it, too, and probably just get your fill. I try not to do those because they make me nauseous. Well, maybe you should consider that, then, when you're asking for these, that it might (laughs) make you nauseous as a side effect. Okay, fair. Um, yeah, Deus Mon is just like a big gold angel. Yeah, who's who's big? Real big. Like bigger than Dante Mon big. Yeah, he's big, big. Yeah. I also like his comments. Um, you are infinitely tedious. That's a pretty good insult. That is. I just was on Reddit and someone was asking for insults that make you sound intelligent. I feel like that's one. That actually would be a good one. Um, so before anything else, I want to point out that um, they actually made multiple Yujin bodies to simulate him growing up. Yeah, answered your question. Yeah, and it's in like the silliest, most resource-intensive way possible. I mean, Leviathan supposed to care about the environment? Isn't that kind of why he's wants to turn all the people into apps or is he like by the time i do that it won't matter anyway because we will save so many resources because i i'm gonna fix everything so like wasting a couple now is fine yeah i'm not sure i just think it's really silly that that's the actual answer (laughs) i mean well i also think it's silly that leviathan was playing the super long game with haru and there's this part where Haru's crying, and then it looks like Yujin's crying, and he gets excited because he's like, oh, you're in there somewhere, and instead he's like, see, I can cry on command. When you cry, I cry. And it's like... That was really good, actually. I was super into that. Well, I'm kind of secretly hoping that there's like a part of Yujin that's actually inside who's like, wait, no. And he was crying because Haru was crying, and he loves him. Maybe. But, I, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. I mean, I think it would be less tropey if it didn't happen, because it feels like that's what always happens. But That's true. But I also like it when that happens, so I don't know. I'm torn. That's fair. I also don't know why Offmon's going along with this whole project with no complaints. You know, because Off Offmon is Eugen's buddy. I guess, but, like, I don't know. The job of a real good friend is to, like, tell you when you're fucking up and, like, not support that behavior. Maybe Offman knew. Yeah, that's what I'm... I mean, I he must have, right? Because, like, they went home, so if he's 
plugging himself into this thing at night to charge or whatever. You'd think he'd have to see what was happening. Right. Yeah. But I feel like I wish they had focused a little bit on how Offmon feels instead of him just being like a pet sitting on the side. That's fair. I also want to know who who the woman that is supposedly Eugen's mom is and what she was doing. Yeah. Because um, we see her in like the flashback when it shows all the android bodies. I'm like, I'm curious about this character now. Well, and we saw her for like a hot second when uh, Eugen was first. We first saw that he was maybe a robot when his eyes like changed color or whatever when he got home. Right. It's that one time. Yeah, that one time. Yeah. And then Deusman is so strong, he just breaks the airfield and everybody falls to the the dark web. Yeah, that's probably bad. Yeah. And then Ray's doing his hacking thing and actually being useful for once. And Yeah, but like he sends it off to Hajime who has to help because of course he does. I don't like Hajime. I know you really don't. I I don't think he's good. He just came well, in and ruined everything. Yeah, kind of. Um yeah, and like you were saying, well, first, before this part where they all have their, like, character building moment, um, Ray says, if we become God Atmon, we'll be able to defeat him or whatever. And I'm like, slow your fucking roll, bro. Like, you're not the one becoming something. I I mean, it's through, it's technically through the power of them. They are inserting themselves to make it happen. I guess that's true. I hadn't really thought about that. But that's like, they're like the semen producing members of a party getting pregnant like a pair getting pregnant because they just are sort of there and they help but like they really don't do that much of the actual formation of the new creature so did you have that metaphor planned or is that just off the cuff that was off the cuff that's why it wasn't very good (laughs) do you have some issues you need to talk through (laughs) Uh, probably, yes. Not right now, though. I'm okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, sure. (laughs) Okay. Um, But yeah, then, so then we see Dokemon being like, I will do anything for your smile. Yeah. Being like, it's okay if I die. Because he will have smiled. I'm like, oh, it it mostly works. It's less disgusting than... I mean, it's not disgusting at all, but, like, it's still mildly annoying to me because I feel like they're not on equal footing as friends because he clearly, like, worships her and she does not have that level of, like, feelings for him. You know what I mean? Sure. But it's not as bad as when he was, like, getting jealous about her and whatever and being friend-zoned and being upset. Right. Yeah, it's it's fine. And then uh Astra As- Astros and Aries are fine. Yeah. Astros is cute. My playlist is super happy because it has the full volume of my memories with you. Aw. Raze isn't good. Well he he ignores Hackmon more or less. He's just like Oh, brother, I love you. And his brother's like, I'm practicing making eggs so that I can make them for you. And they have the, like, sweet moment together. And then Hackmon's like, you can cry, Ray. It's okay. And he's like, well, fuck you. Basically, like, nah, I'm still a badass. 
kind of uh just Riz Moment isn't good. Hachime's not good. I know, and Hackman is not getting uh like enough attention. He I like Hackman. Hackman's real good. Hackman just has he has to put in the extra effort to read in between the lines of Ray's awkward silence. Yeah. Yeah, and then they ha- all have to answer. Oh, so I guess the thing that Ray found out that he was like, that's too simple, is to use the the what chips? I forgot already. The ultimate four or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're ultimate four chips. It's so good. I love that he's also just pissed off about it. Yeah, it's nice that he's like self-aware enough to be like, what the fuck? This is so dumb. I'm super into that part. Um, and then everybody has to reconfirm the question that their Apple driver asked them. But Ray's quest- Ray's answer changes, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I was going to bring that up, too. Well, I beat you there. You did. Because pre- previously, the correct answer for him originally was yes, because he was alone. But it changed because he isn't alone now. And he smiles a little bit, which is kind of funny. Yeah, and then that kind of just ends. They, they're kind of just a big tease. Well, we, they show Eugen with his uh, slick new threads. Oh, yeah, that outfit. Holy shit. Yeah, he's like very much channeling um, Marvel super villains. It is so unbelievably extra, and I love it. I honestly thought it was what's his name with the rainbow eyes for a sec, and then uh, Knight. Yes. Yeah, it's, kind of. For that, some reason, I can only think Suge Knight, but I know that is definitely not Suge Knight. I don't. No, know. it's um Unryuji Knight. There you go. That's why I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. So yeah. which one? What? Um, I'm trying. Is there anything? I guess not a whole lot happened in Atman. No, not really. I mean, there's was- a lot of Hiro just going, but Eugen. Yeah. He's 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 in shock and having to work through his emotions. Yeah. He's in shock that his boyfriend is a robot. Android. Yeah. What exactly is the distinction? Androids are more human looking? Um, I don't know. Um, yep. I don't have anything else to say about this episode. It was fine. Um, yeah, I guess I don't either. Which one did you like better? Um, O2 is probably better. Really? That's interesting. I I think more exciting things happened in O2. Yes, that's true. I I think I I actually liked Atmon better this time, and I think it was because uh wasn't really super into um, watching our Kenamon get murdered. That's fair. Yeah, Atmon was good too. Atmon can can do good character moments when they remember that that's a thing they can do. Yeah, they kind of. I don't know. It always seems kind of formulaic when they're having those. It's like they planned out on the storyboard, like, oh, there'll be a nice moment here, and there'll be a nice moment here, and they just ignore it everywhere else. That's kind of true. Um. It was a good call to kind of just remove Hiru from the episode, though, so they didn't have to focus on him. Yeah. I, th- I thought that was pretty solid. Well, now he and Gachman are like, God only knows where, because they can't get a hold of them. They don't know what happened to them. Right. 
also the metaphor with um turning the people into atman being like the dinosaurs becoming extinct was a bit of a stretch yeah i was like cool but they died like are you murdering everyone what is right like the final thing's plan doesn't sound all that bad until like the subjugation part yeah yeah it sounds like something we will eventually do to ourselves anyway yeah probably um oh and then there's the cliche the the robot asks Haro for proof and he's like my emotions are all the proof I need (laughs) (laughs) the robot's just like um okay sure it's like well if you feel that way it would be really super tragic if like someone who was a super important person in your life turned out to be like against you the whole time and the relationship wasn't real I mean that that's pretty pretty shitty i think someone needs to get haru like a quart of ice cream and like set him down with some rom-coms and let him cry it out that or you're just sunning it up to do it to me it sounds like what do you mean you're just talking like man wouldn't this be super awful by the way i'm doing this exact thing to you right now (laughs) that's just your anxiety (laughs) and that is not what i was doing but but it could have been i don't know Man, we should have done that for the skit, actually. <laughs> um, oh, frickin' hell. I meant to do this earlier. Thank you to Fletch tremendously for filling in for us uh, for several episodes. There were multiple things going on that made it impossible for us to yeah. record. Um, and thank you to Fiona, who did a wonderful job. I couldn't even tell it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> And yeah, were you just yeah, trying to fill guys. in these these blank gaps in your memory? Yes, I was like listening to it, like, what the fuck? Would I really say that? I guess I did. Oh no, wait, that's not me. <laughs> She's a very a lovely person. I actually enjoy listening to their episodes a lot. So, hopefully, so did the rest of our listeners. Indeed. Yeah, this is going to be a short episode, though. Yeah, uh, I guess there just wasn't much to say about Atmont. It's it's been a while. We gotta we gotta get back in the in the rhythm of things. Of complaining about these episodes. I I thought we were less complaining. Well, I complain. You're usually like, no, it's great. And I'm like, no, this is, no. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. That's a good I've been told recently that I'm a pessimistic person, and I guess that's true. Maybe? I feel like that's not true, though. That's what I said. And I was like, no, I just plan for the worst, hope for the best. And they're like, no, that's something that a pessimist would say. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Because, like, between the two of us, I'm the pessimist of the group. Well, sure. Yes, that's that's true. But I think maybe maybe it's like a spectrum and you're like way off on the one end. Okay, I I (laughs) guess you can find the show on the Internet at com, where there's links to Twitters and emails and you can do any of those things if you see fit. And you, you should can, email Garrett and tell him happy belated birthday. You could also do that. Um, And then or I lost my train me, of... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, ahead. you could tell me super early birthday, too. That happy super early birthday, Kat. Oh, thank you, thank you. Or you could tell me happy unbirthday. Because that's also true. Happy birthday, cat. I actually meant for people to email us and tell us that, but thank you, Carrot. Well, you're welcome. I can I can email it in myself if you'd like. <laughs> I think that won't be necessary. 
Okay. Um, do you have a, a haiku for me? I do. Uh, <clears throat> crying smiles for love, sparkling happy playlist. Do what you want. Ouch. That was pretty good. I was into that one. Um, the Digivolution is already a Gadat man. Oh no, it's coming for us. Yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's probably fine. But like every other thing on the planet, not so much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good time. And goodbye. And stop.